Episode 27, Bumps, Bruises, and Breaks. This is a podcast full of the honest, dirty, tiring, and funny things that come with being a mom to boys. We love it most days. And for the days we aren't sure what the heck we are doing, we have each other. We are Jessica and Anicia. We are Ladies Raising Lads. This is Denicia's episode. Oh my god, my children. Let me knock on some wood here. I've never broken a bone. I haven't either. Or had stitches. I've had, no. No. My husband. Well, I mean, I had a baby, so I had stitches. But, well, oh, yeah. But I not like I like my injured myself. And, female parts. Right? I didn't injure myself and have stitches. <laughs> right. And Levi hasn't, and neither of our boys. Tim. So I'm going to knock on some more wood, because... Tim busted his chin when he was a little boy, so he had a couple stitches. And then he broke a finger, I think. And that's all he's had. Well, so, I'm pretty sure Levi's finger was broken and it just nothing was right. ever done. Because That happens. Little, it's a little quicker. That happens. When I was little, my brother, we were outside digging a fort with hoes and shovels. Digging an underground fort? Yes, an oh. underground fort. Okay. And style. Yeah. And he had the hoe. And somehow in that movement of him I wish towing. you guys could see what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> he's making the weirdest motions with her hands. Okay, I tried to like describe this home movement. But he kept my head open. I didn't have to get stitches, though. They okay. just super glued it. Yeah. Which... Because it was my whole entire back of my head. So I like tell people now, like, if I have to shave my head for any reason, there's probably a massive scar back there. Well, and... Super glue, gluing things back together. Oh, is, I've done that several times is, on my own at home. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's easy, it's safe, it works, and sometimes that's what they end up doing. Right. Even in the ER right. or urgent care is super glue. So it I, might it be works. a different kind. That's okay. Yeah. Nobody really knows. And I sterilize super glue. I don't know. I don't glue? do this to my children. Okay, like this is me to myself. Like I'm willing to take the consequences. Sure. There you go. Okay, so we're going to break this into a couple categories. We have the bumps and the bruises, the scrapes and the cuts, and then we have the breaks. And that's when we'll get into the fun stuff. <laughs> so the bumps and bruises. All right. So I think we all know, like, that's inevitable, right? Your kids are going to bump their head, bump their toes, bruise their shins. I mean, their legs. Knees. My legs, even. Right. Still, to this day, I have bruises. I have two bruises on my legs. I look today, preparing for this episode. I don't know where they came from. Right? I, I literally run into everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing better now because I'm on a different vitamin. But before, it would be like bruises <laughs> all over my legs. And I'd be like, how did that happen? Yeah. So, do you, our thing is, we have these little ice packs, and mm-hmm. they have a smiley face on them, and I'm always like, go get some ice, go get some ice, yes. go get some ice. We send for ice probably over anything else. Right. Um, ours is Minion. Oh, yeah, Minion yeah. Minion ice pack, and so it's always fun when the ice pack is right? cool. But Davis especially, he will go get the ice pack for... 
some body part, and I look over, and he's just licking it. <laughs> he doesn't even use it for what it's supposed to be used he's for. He's licking or, the eyes. Or this child has a strange obsession with putting his belly on cold things. And so he will just put it on his belly. He's done that since basically he went out of onesies and into shirts and had access to his ah. belly. He would lay on the tile floor. Interesting. And like pull his shirt up or like, especially in the winter, like the windows or the doors were cold. He would lift his belly up and press it against the cold window or the door. So when he gets a chance with the ice pack, it's being licked and it's going on his belly. That's so funny. I don't even, I don't know. That's so funny. Okay. Do you remember the first bump? Uh, no. I really don't. Really? We haven't had any that have been bad, uh-huh. like concussion worthy right. or or anything like that. I know they have fallen and hurt themselves, but I'm not... I'm not one to freak out over right. that kind of stuff. So I think that's why I'm just kind of like, I don't really remember. Oh, so I did Cashion's first one. Really? I did it. Oh, you you hurt him. I did it. Oh, no. He was like eight weeks old. Our AC had went out upstairs. And so we had to go sleep downstairs. So Cashion was born at the end of April. So this is the end of June. Mm-hmm. And it's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we sleep downstairs, and uh, he had a, a little cold. I remember this. I mean, he might have been 10 weeks because I'm – he might have been 10 weeks. He had a little cold, and so we had the humidifier. Yeah. What would you do? I dropped it on his – You dropped the humidifier <laughs> on your baby? <laughs> on my baby. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He had a little bump. It was terrible. I called the emergency room. <laughs> and they were like, he's fine. Just give him some Tylenol and watch him. And I was like, okay. Oh, my God. So, yes, I remember that first bump. I couldn't tell you for the other children. But yeah. that was, like, the first bump that Cashton got. I did it. It was my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've memorialized it on a podcast for him forever. <laughs> um, I... I know that since having two, it's gotten worse. Mm -hmm. Like with one kid, it didn't seem to be as bad. I think they cause each other more bumps now. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I would say our worst one, though, was two years ago. We were in San Antonio at the JW Marriott, and we were getting ready to go down to their water park. And Cayman and Collier were in our double stroller, and Cayman had stood up and faced backwards, and it fell over and hit and he had this goose egg on his head oh, no. that was massive, and it was indented. Oh, that's bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, I, I believe they had a doctor on call, and so, like, came and checked him out, put some ice on it. It was fine. But I was just like, um, oh, what no. just happened? Oh, don't, no. don't. He never stood up in that thing again, but it, like, scared the living daylights out of me. I will say our last bad one was actually also was in san antonio we were at the zoo Ooh. and it actually ended up being funny um davis was holding an apple and he was looking at the lions and there was a little like one foot not even a foot maybe eight inch little like step up before you got to the glass mm-hmm. and i think he was trying to switch 
hands with the apple and lost his balance and fell off. My back was turned and I just hear a fall and he's on the floor and he's crying and he just has a scrape, like his knee has a bump and he has kind of a scrape down his shin. Um, and then his elbow is a little cut up. Well, literally five feet away were the like paramedics for the zoo that walk around. I didn't know zoos really had those. But I didn't like, either. Yeah, they're like EMTs that cool. are walking around. And so they're super sweet. Davis is extremely shy and he does not want them to touch him mm -hmm. at first. And so we're, we're talking them through and he's like, you know, I'm, my name is so-and-so, I'm here to help you. You know, here's my kit, here's all my stuff. Look, I've got this cool ice pack. And we had set him up on this like bench thing and I knelt down and Davis finally agreed for the guy to treat him. And so he had some like antiseptic oh, alcohol no. spray. Oh no. No. Okay. He sprayed it and the wind blew and it blew <laughs> in my eyes. And so then Then they have to treat I, your eyes. They have to treat me. I can't see anything. I'm just like, tears are just streaming down my face. So then Davis is more worried about me than his own self. <laughs> and so anyway, he got a Band-Aid and an ice pack and it was all good. Yep. But mom also got a face full <laughs> of alcohol spray. Um, but I will say that ice pack went on his belly. <laughs> it went on I just his can't belly. get over he that. He had to keep it. He had to keep it longer because his belly needed some yeah. ice too. Oh. So you mentioned band-aids. Mm-hmm. Do you band-aids, bumps, and bruises? No. No, we don't either. It's there's gotta <laughs> be blood in our house. It's gotta be like streaming blood. Mm-hmm. If we can put pressure on it and then the blood stops, no no yeah. band-aids. I don't know. I don't know why. I I don't really have a big problem with it, but Levi does. Yeah. And he's been very adamant from day one, like, no, we're not just going to cover shit up with a Band-Aid. Well, for one thing, it's not super healthy. Right. Like, it really does need the oxygen to heal itself. Mm -hmm. um, so the whole point of the Band-Aid really is just to get it stopped bleeding, mm -hmm. and then you need to remove the Band-Aid and let and it him heal itself. So to keep other things from getting right. in a right. wound. But we just, yeah. It's got to be really bleeding yeah. before we have Band-Aids. So we've actually been going through Band-Aids like crazy over the last couple of weeks because the pool in our neighborhood oh, yeah. has been resurfaced and it is... Yeah, Cashton's hands. It's extra rough. Yeah, it was real rough. He came home, he's like, what's the matter with my hands? And I told him and he's like, oh. Yeah, so it's just like, it's not really cutting, but it's like peeling skin layers off. Mm -hmm. And, like, we've been there, like, multiple days in a row. And so when we got home. And they don't, the funny thing is, I mean, you tell them 15 times, they don't care. They're still no. over there. And I'm like. No. Yes. And we get home, and I've got to wrap these tiny little toes with That's what it was. It was Cashton's toe. It wasn't his finger. And he had to play soccer that night. That's what it was. I gave him my European band-aids that I brought home that are specifically for that. Wrapping tiny little toes mm -hmm. in band-aids has not been fun mm -mm. over the last couple weeks. Mm -mm. I mean, because they're huge, because we just have regular, regular. band-aids. Yeah, that was my downfall. I bought character band-aids because they were on sale. 
We have. No. We've mm -mm. gotten some. In, my mom gave them some. No. Like two years ago, longer than two years ago, in a stock in their stocking. No. And mm -mm. yeah, we still have. We still have all of those. All right. So famous sayings <laughs> for bumps and bruises in our house. Walk it off. So there's this video of Cash, and oh man, if I could find it, I will share it with you guys. Of him when he's probably like 18 months old, he fell down, he gets up and he's like, walk it off, walk it off, walk it off. Because we had said it so much to Aww, him. Oh, poor kid. And I was like, oh my God, it's terrible parenting. He needed well, a hug. It's really interesting how, you know, your different personalities react to falling down and oh, yeah. dumping themselves differently. I mean, I have one who is very much like that. Mm -hmm. He kind of does his own like, oh, dang it, and like gets frustrated and then he just moves on. And then I have one who has a complete meltdown. Right? And I have one of those too, mm -hmm. who complained for eight hours yeah. about a paper cup. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just, they, they react so differently. And so I've just kind of had to learn like, don't try and put them in the same box. Right. Give them what they need. Right. And okay, so to give, say, give what you need. You're not getting multiple hugs out of me. We're not going to baby this <laughs> thing all day. I'm going to clean it up. I'm going to give you a hug. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. And that's it. Yes. Because no, I, agree. I am not creating a hypochondriac here. Right. Like, I want you to feel loved, and I want you to feel like your mommy cares about you. Mm-hmm. But we don't need any hypochondria over here. Well, and there's varying degrees. Like a paper cut. That lasted for eight hours. Give him his attention, right? I mean, like. And we did. Like, we cleaned we it and put the band-aid on yeah. it. But, like, seven hours later, I was like, it is a paper cut. I know it hurts. Right. <laughs> You're going to have a thousand before you leave high school. So, like, when Davis fell at the zoo, like, he was really upset, and we kept doing the zoo, and he was fine, but then when we got back in the car, and he wasn't distracted again by the zoo, mm -hmm. the pain kind of came back yeah, to him Yeah, that's again. true. That's absolutely true. And so, then I'm like, okay, dude, we need to, we'll revisit, we'll re-love and re-hug and retouch mm -hmm. and and all of those things. But I definitely would not be doing that with a paper cut. No. <laughs> um, my new phrase that I've been using when they get hurt or they bump themselves because we're getting a little bit older and I really want you to learn to gauge the situation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is are you bleeding? Are you broken? Are you dead? <laughs> nice. Because, like, you have to realize that your pain matters Mm -hmm. But it may not be the most important thing going on at that right. moment. And mm -hmm. I want you, I, I know I sound like I sound like a terrible mother here. It's fine. You can email me at I don't really care dot com. <laughs> <laughs> but I it's really hard for me to say, hey, bud, like your brother over here is bleeding profusely from his head. And you have a cut on your knee. Like, we need to gauge the situation mm -hmm. about where our pain level needs to be right mm -hmm. now. Like, and I want you to be able to start doing that because it drives me crazy. I mean, and our our goal here as parents, as mothers, is to raise independent children. Right? And so... I mean, don't go get your own medicine yet because you can't read. But Right. Right. But it's got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. it, you have to start them somewhere trying to navigate their own bodies 
And I I completely agree. I'm not... She's not as crude as I am about it. No, but I feel like I do I do have that line where like, okay, I've we've sat here, we've loved, I've given you attention, I've distracted you, you know, we've talked it through, I understand it was super traumatic. Right. And now we're moving on. I think too, I'll be honest here, like it's not in a situation that I really know that they need care into. It's mm-hmm. where I've watched them trip in the backyard they've fallen on the grass there's not anything really wrong with them and i want them to realize that hey yeah that sucked but i'm okay but when my son broke his leg that was not my attitude no (laughs) so one one of the things that i all always try and make them realize is that sometimes you're overly upset about something not just falling down but anything because of other reasons. Right. You're tired. You're embarrassed. You're hungry. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Hunger is a big factor in our house. Oh, absolutely, in Have our house, too. Have you had any protein or fat in the last two hours? If you haven't and you fall and you're hysterical, it's not really that you're hurt. It's because you're hungry. Or are you tired? So those are things that we end up trying to work in the conversation, right. too. So Band-Aids obviously come into more of a play when we have cuts and scrapes. Right. Have your kids had to have any stitches? No. no we stitches. we are stitch free. I bet knock on some wood. Yeah, please. knock on some wood. Um but I grew up in a household where my younger brother received like five sets of stitches within like a eighteen month period. Oh, and so moly. well what was he doing? Fighting with my older brother. Oh. And with they, the hoe. Yeah. They had the hoe. Right. <laughs> one was a belt buckle, one was a car seat buckle, like I mean just they're just being boys, right? Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, boys have stitches. Um, but my younger brother is redheaded. Mm-hmm. And, like, that article that came out maybe five or ten years ago about redheads feel pain differently. Mm-hmm. And it made so much sense of why he would be, like, screaming after they had numbed him. Really? Because he really wasn't numb. Oh, wow. That's, oh, that's an interesting article. If you have not read that and you have a redheaded child, please go read that. That's very interesting. So interesting. So, no, I have not had stitches other than having a baby stitches, and those were not fun. No. But I haven't had stitches anywhere. Oh, I had some in my mouth. But, like, not accident stitches. Like, I haven't, like, busted my head anywhere or scraped my arm so bad. When I was, came in with a baby, I cut my finger, and I cleaned it out, and I hydrogen peroxide it until it came out clean, and then I super glued it. It needed stitches, (laughs) but I was nursing, and I had a... 22 month old, we were not going to the ER. Right, yeah. <laughs> so we just exactly. we just made it. And it, I don't think it's it's my thumb. I don't think you can see it anymore. So I think it's fine. So I was a nursing major for a year oh, and a half. Oh, jeez, Jess. Oh. And I I really wanted to be a nurse. Mm-mm. But there, I have a slight problem. You afraid of needles? No. Oh, good, because I am. Here's the thing. <laughs> The problem that I have is not mental. I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. Nothing bothers me. But my body physically starts shutting down when I see large amounts of blood. Oh, okay. Well, that's not me. I have overactive empathy. I literally feel your pain with you. Like, I, like, and it is... It is horrendous, and so I can't me. do it. Like I'm not. It's you not like emotional blood? at all, and it's not. See, that's the thing. It's well, not see, that I don't my... like it. It's I okay. Perfect example. 
the guy I was dating in college, we've been together for a really long time. It was actually his 21st birthday and he was playing intramural flag football. I was watching the game and he took an elbow to his upper lip. Ooh. And it almost completely split open oh, his upper lip. And see, and I'm feeling this pain right now. <laughs> so I, I was like, dude, we need to go to the ER. You have to have stitches. And he did not want to take the time to go to the ER. He thought that we could just go to the um, medical office on campus. And I was like... All right, fine. I was like, but I'm telling you, I have a finite amount of time to help you before I pass out. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> so I drive him to the medical center. They say, you need stitches. You need to go to the emergency room. And so I was like, all right, let's go to the emergency room. And he's like, no, 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 I still have all my cleats. Let's run back to the intermediate <laughs> and grab my tennis shoes. And he's like bleeding. And like, it's mouth cuts bleed a mm -hmm, lot mm -hmm. so he's just like bleeding and i'm like dude i don't know how i don't know how much longer i got <laughs> and so we get back to the intramural field and you pass out and he's um putting on <laughs> his tennis shoes and that's when my vision starts to go and i um i talked to his friend and i was like I can't make it. You're going to have to take him to the ER. And I sat down in the grass and I passed out. <laughs> and so somebody else had to take have him to you... the ER and get stitches. So this is really funny because, like, I feel like this happens, like, to, like, a lot of us. But then it's our kids that have this happen. And it's, like, these we don't have, like, these physical impairments, impairments it, anymore. So it's, like... I had to help. I helped my sister after she had surgery. And I almost passed out right. on her. I almost passed out on Levi. Tastes still not your kid, though, right? And then I had kids, and they've had a cut that had quite a bit of blood. And I got it cleaned up fairly quickly, and so it wasn't a big deal. And I was trying to do my, like, nose right. breathing. Right. And I didn't pass out, but it got I could tell that if they had a bad cut, yeah. if they had, if it got to that point, I, I, I would go Cause down. Because I am a sympathetic puker. Oh, I really am. Like, if you're puking, I'm puking. And then I had kids. Mm-hmm. No. Not anymore. Like, it. now, yeah. now, here's the thing. Just then. I'm still. Just then. If Tim is puking in the bathroom, I'm, I'm puking. Like, it's I'm just. I'm still puking if my kids are puking. Like, I just, I, I can hold it for them. I can do a lot more for them. I don't particularly like needles, but I can watch them have shots and stuff like that. And like, I don't... I can't watch... I can watch them poke my arm with a needle, but I cannot watch the blood go into the bottle. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's it's something about blood. Yeah. And I don't understand. No, it's okay. My brother, like, he has this... It's not, like, a fear of needles. His body, like, shuts down. Yeah. Like, completely shuts down. And the doctor it. told him, it's like... He said, it is not a mental thing. It's like your body is going to just shut down. I don't... And, it's super frustrating. I mean, I literally... And he, like... Yeah, this one of the reasons why they had home births, because he was afraid that if they were in the hospital, that he would end up shut... His body would shut down, and he wouldn't be able to help his wife. Yeah, so... I was like, power I, to you, Bianca, for giving I him that. I nursing. Yeah. I, I changed my major, and... You would have been a fantastic nurse. It was really awful. It makes me really sad. So I tried psychology for a semester because I was thinking, oh, you can still kind of do something cool with that. But then I was like, mm, no thanks. And so I just became a teacher. But I, all that to say, 
I've never really been able to witness anything because I just end up passing out. Yeah. So Cashin yesterday, I don't know what happened. He said he tripped and hit his head and he came in and I was like, well, let me look at it. And I was like, gave him a hug and feeling around to see if he had any bumps, pulled my hands away and they were covered in blood. And I was Ooh. like, okay, okay, nobody freak out. Nobody freak out. I'm going to wash my hands, Cashin. Come in the kitchen with me. I put cloth on it and I'm like trying to get it to stop bleeding but looking to see where it's at, at the same time I can't find it but it is like bleeding and he's got blonde hair right mm -hmm. so it's like red mm -hmm. and so I'm like okay Cass like this isn't gonna sound fun but we gotta go upstairs and rinse your hair out I gotta find this cut mm -hmm. and so I took him upstairs I rinsed his hair out he's still bleeding I can't find it I can just find the general area like I can't see like a cut so I'm like okay we don't need stitches obviously right. because I can't see it I like wrapped his head like a mummy because I was like, how do I get pressure on there? Uh -huh. And so he walked around like a mummy, but it stopped bleeding. But I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize like how much a tiny head wound can bleed. Head wounds are so bad. Like it was so, like I could not find the cut, mm -hmm. but it was all over my hands. Mm -hmm. So that was scary, but yeah, I it was fine. I just kind of was like, okay, mom, what do you got to do? What do you got to do, mom? So, um... I, we're very much like, we don't really use like antibiotic ointment. Mm -hmm. I, I take it back. I have some healing salve that yeah, I've made myself. Right. And it's but super awesome. Coconut oil is such a good one too because well, it's. Well, it's, it's base is coconut oil. Right. Coconut and oil or colloidal silver is a really good one. Yeah. And so I, I use that sometimes and I just put that on a cut or a scrape and no band-aid. Oh, good call. Good call. I don't, doesn't, yeah, here, here's a plug for Young Living right here. Don't yep. they have a, a scrapes do. or one mm -hmm. for kids like yes. that? I think so. They do. They have a lot of stuff. They, um, I actually think they have one that's in their animal pet line that's good for wounds. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, that people use. We use a lot themselves. of tea tree oil yeah. in this house. Um, I think the oils that it has in it, it has lavender and peppermint and frankincense. Oh yeah, frankincense is a good one. But too. I mean, it's so little. It's so little amount of essential oils to the salve, but it's just, I use it for everything like dry skin, mm -hmm. any sort of rash, something, I throw that on there and it's good to go. But I, we avoid Band-Aids. Yeah, do you do hydrogen peroxide, alcohol, witch hazel? Me, I don't use it on the boys that often. Um, I have before. Yeah. If it's been pretty bad, if if I don't feel like it just washes out with water, yeah. then I do hydrogen peroxide. I um, I was actually just reading an article or a post or something about all the uses for hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, I'm gonna go find that. That's again. a great. It's, it's a great product. Hydrogen peroxide is one of the coolest products ever because if you leave it out mm -hmm. it becomes water right like it's so cool it's such a cool chemical yeah. so yeah. i well i mean like teeth whitening yes that i mean that's what they use and with some baking soda in uh -huh. there and you got some yeah. great I, it's amazing i kind of want to buy some stock in hydrogen peroxide I don't, now i mean like it's so easy to make like it i just is. don't think you can buy stock in hydrogen peroxide but it's super cool <laughs> Neither one of our kids have had stitches. 
If you are a mom and your son or daughter has had stitches, let us know. Like, yeah, what was that, that experience like? like? I just don't see that going well. Like, I can explain to you a lot of other experiences, but that's not one yet. And I I'm hoping... I like to use glue more than stitches. I'm hoping so, because listen... That just sounds like a terrible yeah, idea. Sewing up your skin. Oh my god! I it again. I just feel like I wouldn't make it to the stitches. Yeah, my <laughs> my good friend from college. Her daughter cut her head open, and her mom is a surgeon, but she didn't do the stitches. But her mom was so upset that they didn't get a plastic surgeon down mm -hmm. to do anything on the face, and I right. was like. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a thing. Like, I need to remember yes. that because she has a scar now where if she would have had a plastic surgeon, mm -hmm. it probably would not have been a scar. So remember that, folks, yes. that if it's on your face, yes. ask for a plastic surgeon. They're in the hospital. Yes. They're always on call. Yeah. Haven't you guys watched Grey's Anatomy? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> Man, okay. if Jackson Avery showed up to do your stitches. He's so adorable. Oh, Isn't he adorable? Okay. Um, I would use a word a little stronger than adorable. Well, you know, I feel like maybe he's younger than I am. That's all right. It's not. It's so not. Okay. So moving on to my favorite topic. Oh, gosh. Breaking them bones. Breaks. So I... I couldn't find a whole lot of statistics on this, which I'm really sad about because I feel like this should be a really statistical thing. Like, mm -hmm. I should be able to lay down some facts for you. Up to as many as 50% of boys have fractured something. Okay, now, when I'm doing my research, I found there's like 15 different fractures. Mm -hmm. They're not all just your bone breaks in half. Right. There's all kinds of fractures. You just had a very interesting type of fracture, right? Yes, and I will tell you about that. As soon as I finish my statistics. And oh, then sorry. you're I'm fine. Bad. I'm getting excited. She's getting excited. So the peak age of fracturing is 11 to 15. Okay. And I wonder if this is because they're growing. And so their bones are a little bit more brittle because they're expanding. Or they're they, more active. Well, they're more active and like they grow so much so quickly that they don't know how to control their body. Good point. And so they fall more. Good point. They have more accidents, I think, because holy crap, I just grew a foot overnight. And so now right. I don't realize how big I am. Right. And children are less likely to break a bone than adults from the ages of 18 to 45. That's really interesting. Yeah. And I'm going to put these articles that I found in the show notes. But. Let's think about this. Children are 0 to 17 in this age grouping, mm -hmm. right? It's only 17 years as compared right. to 18 to 45. That's, that's a, a much, larger age range. Right. So I feel like that's not, I hate when they do this. Like, make it the same age range. But, you know, I don't write the statistics. Okay, so my son has broken, my youngest has broken his arm and his leg. Mm -hmm. The same type of fracture in both. Mm -hmm. A torus fracture or a green stick fracture. I call it the bubble fracture because it's not, it's like it breaks on the inside, but the outside of the bone doesn't break. It kind of bends and creates a bubble in it. And it was a scary process for both. Um, so the first time he broke it, it was over Christmas break or right before Christmas break from school. Him and his brother went to go sit in a chair together and they both fell out and he just put his arm down wrong. And he broke it, and I had to take him into the emergency room. And that 
was a scary process. The emergency room? Yeah. So when your children can't talk mm. and they come in injured, mm. a social worker shows up. Oh. And they don't tell you it's a social worker. Except when you're a lawyer, you know it's a social worker. Okay. <laughs> and so the doctor came in with the social worker. He was the one asking me questions. She was standing there, and he said, she's fine. You can go. And I was like, what the heck just yeah. happened here? And, I, and I, I have my background of being an attorney. So, like, I'm not super worried about it. But, like, if you didn't know... Mm-hmm. Like, that's a really scary process. And right. thank you for protecting our children. I am not saying anything to that. But I feel like I was kind of violated for not saying, hey, this is Mary. She's with the blank, blank department. She's going to stand in on this since your son can't speak. Right. Like, thank you for representing my yes. child. Yeah. But you sneaking in here and not telling me what you are uh-huh. feels like you're violating my rights. Uh-huh. No, that's very true. So that is my little caveat to taking your children that can't talk to the ER. Right. And my other son had the flu who had the accident with him. And so, like, he, I didn't want him to come inside the ER. And he could have explained what happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would have freaked out. Mm-hmm. But that I, he, that the baby could not tell them they freaked out. So It's really scary. Um, so the same guy I dated with the lip stitches when he was two he fell out of a two-story window onto the concrete driveway oh wow on the top of his head oh wow and it cracked his skull oh wow and um this was back before really you had ambulance services like you have now and so his mom had to drive him to the emergency room and obviously she is stressed and panicked her I mean her son cracked literally cracked his head open mm-hmm. and um I guess that there was um they found signs of a previous injury on the side of his head oh gosh and so here shows up DHS mm-hmm. and everything well it turns out that he had had an injury at the daycare that he mm-hmm. was at and they were never notified mm-hmm. so that happened with my nephew and it's I mean thank goodness that all of these steps and procedures are in place but she was like two seconds away from getting her kid taken yeah. away from something that she had no idea yeah. about and it's super scary I mean it's super scary that he he was already in pain. Like, they already, were already yeah. at the hospital because there was a problem. Like, that's the scary part. Like, my kid is crying and screaming, and we're having this conversation. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. it's we're already stressed. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, in my pajamas, too, mind you, mm-hmm. because it's yeah. day to have the kids home. So, yeah, it's a scary process. And I am thankful for them because they do help those who are in need. But it's also, like just be a little bit honest with me so mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there and let you like know that yes. that might happen to you do not freak out that's my key takeaway don't freak out just tell the truth about what happened keep reiterating the truth about what happened mm-hmm. it'll be okay and even if it's not okay it will be okay right yes exactly I told you call your broke his arm um right before Christmas so gosh six weeks ago 
The very end of Mother's Day out. The very last day. No, 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 no. It's Wednesday. Uh-huh. The Wednesday. day before the last day. So, our boys were riding on this merry-go-round bicycle. That's the only... There's, like, five bikes. And they're in a circle. together, and you... And the pedals pedaling. all go together. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you see where I'm going with this? The pedals all are going together. So, Collier gets on with the four-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they completely Collier's fault. But he's three, so we'll forgive him. But he puts his legs down. And the pedal caught his leg. And he was, like, I feel like he was trying to look at something on the ground. Yeah. Like, he, like, leaned over to look at something on the ground, and he didn't have his feet on anything. So he just... The pedal caught his leg, pulled him off. Like, he Mm -hmm. flew, and it rolled his leg down to the ground. And he was screaming bloody murder. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just ran over and got him. Like, Jessica and I both see it happening, and we're both like, no! it's like, yeah, it's like, it was like slow no, motion, but fast all of the It was same so crazy. Time. It was like like I remember having like fifty thoughts in my head while it happened, but it also happened in like a split so, second. Yes, and so like I run over and get him. I put him in the car, and I'm like, "It's okay, buddy. Yeah, it's okay." So like it's leg. we don't think anything's broken no. because it's not like cracked or you know there's no bone coming through, right? So I put him in the car. There's not even a mark. No, there's not even a mark. And so he will not calm down. And this is the kid who is not overdramatic. Mm-hmm. Like, he does not get upset. So I went to go pick up Cayman because I had to pick up Cayman in, like, a minute or the school was going to call the police that his mom didn't come and get him. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get Cayman in the car, and I'm like, we're just going to go to the emergency room, right? Like, this is the thing. Like, I know that it's going to cost us money, and I understand that, but I would rather be safe at this point because he's not calming down. There, mm-hmm. I can't get him to calm down. I've offered him everything. And he's screaming, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad over and over and over again. It breaks your heart. It, I was. I was crying by the time we got to the ER because he would just he would just said, go through the red light, Mom. Go through the red light. It hurts so bad. And I was like, baby, I can't go through the red light. We'll go to jail. <laughs> well, way more broken bones. <laughs> and so we get there. And I'm not, I kid you not, I... I walk him in there, and he's, like, pretending he's dead. And so they're, like, rushing us back. And I was like, he's just pretending he's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) And so we get back there. He doesn't cry another time. (gasps) What? And I'm like, that little stinker. Okay. And this happened with his arm, too, so I wasn't really worried about it. He's a very shy kid. Well, I think, too, he's, like, she knows that I'm in pain. She got me to the hospital. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, he just, I think he just knows that. Like, because this is the second time. And so, they get in there, and the doctor's like, what happened, buddy? And he, like, tells her. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, he is speaking clearly. You don't yes. want the social worker to come in here. <laughs> <laughs> and so, he tells her, and he's like, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And at that point, I had wrapped ice Mm-hmm. around it and they took the ice off and it was bruised really yeah and you could tell that it was broken at that point like Aww. it was just like oh i was like he either really hurt all the tendons around it or he mm-hmm. broken it and so they took the x-ray and they're like oh yeah it's a torus fracture and then they're like would you like us to explain what that is like nope we had one on the arm and they're like you had one on the arm uh, <laughs> and you're and like comes Mary from <laughs> the blood department and they were like, it's really common in, in kids, apparently. Like, kids get them all the time, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great, great. So he was in a cast for the first couple weeks of 
Summer. Summer. And now he's walking with a limp, so I have to call the orthopedist and try. Is he still yeah. walking like that? It's two, been two weeks right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, so he's still walking like that. And the orthopedist is like, oh, give him a week, so I'm going to call him. Yeah. See if we can get some PT. I think, I think he'll just take a couple yeah. PT and be done. So, okay, so there's my ER stories. Jessica's kids haven't broken anything, knock on wood. No, yep, I'm gonna, not, yep, I'm gonna do that too. We thought we would give you some tips and tricks for going to the ER. This is from our local mom's blog. We wanna thank them for this article because it popped up today and we're like, hey, look, perfect. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you this. When it's the heat of the moment, you ain't doing any of this. You're just going to the ER. Right. So this exactly. is if you have a sick kid or if you're debating whether you should. Mm -hmm. This is probably not when your kid is screaming, it hurts so bad, go through the red light. Yes. Or if you're calling the ambulance. The, right. These are not these situations. Okay. Or this is something that you can tell, like, if your husband or grandma is coming to meet you yes. at the emergency yes. room. These are things yes. they can help you with. And I think a lot of it, too, is maybe just check this mm -hmm. now and have it on your, you know, on your refrigerator so you mm -hmm. know where to go. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the reason I don't have to do this is because I've been to the You've ER a lot with my children. Got it. We go to the ER. Okay, so call your insurance provider. Know how much you're going to have to pay. Right. When you so go to the ER. I know that our out-of-pocket is going to be a hundred dollars for every time we go to the ER that doesn't include anything that we're going to get billed later that's, that's what I have to pay to get out of the ER that's that just day. like you step in mm -hmm. you get a hundred dollars yes I know mm -hmm. that it's, I'd rather go to urgent care but sometimes that doesn't really work yep. for these situations know you're in network hospitals this mm -hmm. is really important mm -hmm. for insurance reasons mm -hmm. um I don't know that I have an out-of-network hospital in Oklahoma, which I'm really thankful for. Yeah. Um, and I would also just throw in there, ask around. Ask other moms where they take their kids. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, there's ERs you want to avoid. Yes. And then there's ERs that you want to go to. And then there's ERs that are better for this. And then there's ERs that are better for that. Right. So I would ask around. Find I have. Out, find out who's who covers who you're covered with yeah and then and then know where you're gonna go so i have been to every er <laughs> in this town and i know what type of emergencies have to go where right like when collier broke is like i knew we were okay just to go to the local er because it wasn't going to be something that they were going to fix today mm -hmm. it, i mean we couldn't see a bone sticking out right we mm -hmm. did i didn't think it was going to be in a growth plate area and if it was they transport to the children's hospital. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. not a problem. But there's some hospitals that don't do that here, and they have their own children's wing, and so mm -hmm. they won't transport to the children's hospital, mm -hmm. which I think when you're doing with specialists, it might be the best. Right, yeah. So, okay, right. have your insurance information with you. I did not have my insurance information with me. Tim had to send me a picture on my phone. So now I have one on my phone. Well, there you go. So take a picture of your insurance information and because they, they don't actually, yeah, they don't need the card. They just need the number. Right. So, That's true. and she, and then I can email it to her if she really wants it because I have a picture of it. So yes. this is cool. This is not going to happen unless you're really prepared, but take a distraction bag. Mm-hmm. I just let them have my phone. Yeah. It's now we're at the point where. We just have that technology right. with us. But you watch YouTube for mm -hmm. five hours, and they did. And I have pictures mm -hmm. of it, and I'll share the pictures of them watching YouTube because yeah. it was real sweet. Yeah. 
water and snacks, and I'll put on their phone chargers. Yeah. Water, snacks, and phone chargers. Because if they're going to watch YouTube for five hours, your phone's going to die. You're right. Right. And have an emergency account. And by that, they like having a savings account that you're going to put funds in mm-hmm. for emergency situations. I think this is a good idea in general. Yes. And not just for going to the ER. Yes. But in case your heater breaks or uh-huh. a water pipe bust you or bust a tire. Oh, or three like my mother did yeah. last week. Yes. So I have. I usually try and have our water cups with us at all times. Yeah, we really we have, have water cups with us in the at car all times. With us at all times. I feel like the distraction thing. There's always a random toy in our car. Oh yeah, we have um, books in our car. Yeah, we always have a book in our car. So some of those things are kind of like those are kind of just like mom supplies right. for life. A lot of the children's hospitals will have children's toys oh, anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sometimes that's very true. That's not really that big of a deal. I do will say this, we had an executive order signed that hospitals now have to put upfront prices on their websites, which is going to be fantastic for us who don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. So we can know where to take our kids mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Use urgent cares when you can. Yes. They really are fantastic and a lot of them They are, can do a lot. They can do a lot, especially if they have x-ray machines. I use our urgent care like it's the doctor's office and the hospital, but they weren't open when Collier broke his leg. And so I was like, just take him to the hospital. Yeah. Because we pay the same price as if we were going to the doctor's office instead of paying a hundred dollars like the ER. Yeah. So, you know, but emergency, emergency, if he wouldn't have been screaming at the top of his lungs, I would have waited two hours, but you know. Well, so I found an article about when to go to the emergency room. Oh, yeah. And so there's a lot of really good information in here. It talks about all the different kinds of fractures, what they will, the different types of treatments for broken bones, where you have splints, you have casts, you have surgery. But one of the things that I wanted to point out was it has this section that says, I'm not sure if it's broken. So here, are some things that you can look for if hours are passing and you're still unsure, which looking at this list now, Collier's pain was the first right. thing that brought you there, but some of these other symptoms would have showed up right. if, if he hadn't right. been screaming. So heavy bleeding at the site of the injury, numbness in the injured or surrounding areas, a bluish color or swelling, a visible deformity at the injury site, or if your bone is protruding through the right. skin, then yes, it is broken and you need to go to the emergency room. So sometimes, you know, maybe it's in a place where it's just, it's not as painful. So your kid isn't going to be screaming right off the bat. So it's going to be the swell up later or the swelling yeah. or whatever that's going to be really your first indication, hey, we need to go to the emergency room. Right. With Collier, too, I didn't mention this earlier, but we have the sucker trick. Like, this is how we figured out his arm was broken. I tried to give him a sucker, and he threw the sucker at me. Oh, because he always wants suckers. Right, he likes suckers. He likes yeah. candy, and he wanted nothing to do with candy at that moment. And I was like, okay, he's broken. Let's go to the hospital. Yeah. Like, something that your child, like, wants, uh-huh. like candy or suckers that they uh-huh. would never turn down. Yeah. 
Yes. Offer that and see if they will take it. And if they right. will not take it, it's probably broken, folks. Right. That's that's really a good test, especially for little kids. Little too. kids and you know nonverbal. Right. And he's he was nonverbal when he broke At his that arm. Point. Yeah. He can. T- I mean, he obviously told us. It hurt so bad. It hurt yes. so bad. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to record it because I wanted it for posterity. But then I was like, oh, that would be terrible. Like, yeah. if I recorded that, that's not really a good thing. Like, yeah. I don't need that, Mom. I gotcha. So, I'm going to post this article also in the show notes just in case for later. And kind of for me, too. Just just in case because I'm going to keep knocking on wood that we don't have any broken bones. I'm just, I'm, God, he's three. Yeah. He's three and he's broken two bones. He's mm-hmm. three and he's broken two bones. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this child. Mm-hmm. Like, how many more? Maybe he's just getting them all out now. I don't know. Well, I did read another article that was like, if your child has this many broken bones and this many ears, you probably need to go get their bones checked. And I was like, oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me add that to the list. Oh, jeez. <sighs> Thanks. I Thanks. swear. I just... This is going to be a very general statement. Like, they give us too much to worry about. There is too much crap to worry about right right now. I mean, like, I don't want you to worry about his bones right now, but my mother-in-law and my mom both said something about it. And I was like, well, it's not, they're not fracturing all the way through. exactly. So I feel like they're in really good shape because Mm -hmm. they could have. They could have, and they didn't. It just, so. Exactly. Exactly. So... I, I'm going to just keep trekking on this. No ER, no bones, broken bones. You no haven't ever been to the ER? I feel like this needs to be its own episode, so we may do an episode just on the I ER visits. I have never, the only time I've ever been to the ER, which this is kind of a related story. I was in high school. Oh, wait, wait. I just meant the kids. You've never no. been to the ER? No. Oh, Jesus. No. I have migraines, so I get no. to go a lot. No, I've never been to the ER. I've only been into the ER waiting room for my niece. I, I'm from Arkansas, and we were having a tornado. And my sister and her husband were running to the storm shelter. And um, my oldest nieces were then maybe two, between two and three. And... It's pouring rain and my brother-in-law slipped in mud and fell holding my niece and her head hit the handle of the storm door. Oh gosh. So instead of going into the storm shelter, they went to the emergency room because her head, the back of her head was bleeding and they they couldn't get it to stop. It was, you know, a head wound that just bled and bled Mm -hmm. and bled. So this this is a really crazy story, but it was also high school graduation that night I was a nerd in the band and had to be playing my mom was supposed to be meeting me and I couldn't get in touch with her well it turns out she was at the emergency room with my niece I finally get a hold of my dad and I'm like where is everybody and the only thing he says to me is Abby is bleeding from the back of her head and we can't get it to stop I've got to go and hangs up on me and I'm like I'm like thinking my niece is dying like I don't even know what to do and so I have to drive this crazy route through town because the roads are flooded because of this storm and I walk into the emergency room flipping like I'm like crying I'm I'm, I'm like super super worried 
And she like runs up to me. I'll never forget it. She had on a tie-dye Joe's Crab Shack. Your Rose mom? Crab Shack t-shirt. No, my niece, Abby. She runs up to me. They haven't even seen her yet. She runs up to me. She goes, Aunt Jess, I bumped my head. Like completely fine. And I look at my dad and I just chew him out. I was like, you cannot do that to me. You cannot make me think that it's an emergency when it's not an emergency. Like... She's fine. You should have called me back. I, I almost killed myself driving through flooded right. roads to There's get there. There's another thing. Everybody take your time. Yes. It More than likely, it will be fine. Yes. So everybody breathe. Yeah. Everybody breathe. Yeah. And remember, these people are in the moments when they call you. Mm-hmm. When I called my husband, I was like, well, I'm taking Collier to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. No need to rush. Yeah. He broke his leg. Yeah. But we'll be there a while. So, that's really been my basic ER experience because I never made it to the emergency room in college because I ended up passing out on the intramural field. So, and I've never been to the ER for myself. Bless you. Keep knocking on that wood, Jessica. I am a frequent visitor myself. (laughs) No, no, I've I've stayed away. I'm going to keep staying away. So... Yeah, we we want to hear some good stories. We know that there are some really great stories. Don't out post there. pictures. Don't oh, post yeah. pictures. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know that I can. That. I can't handle that. If you're showing me pictures of your kids with stitches, I'm gonna feel their pain. I'm yep. gonna feel their <laughs> pain, and then I'm gonna have to go deal with my children. So we want to hear your stories, though. We want to know craziest stories, funny stories, scary stories. stories. Yeah. We want to hear it all because we know that all these boy moms out there, you've got some stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can find us on Instagram at ladies.raising.lads. We're also on Facebook, ladies.raising.lads. Check out our stories this week because I think we're going to do some questions of whether broken bones Mm -hmm. and stitches. I think that we'll do a Mm -hmm. poll or something or maybe we'll do like a short answer where you can post yes. your answers that Ooh, way yes yeah, that, that would be fun that will be fun okay um you can email us which we've continued to get yes emails. we just got another one the mm-hmm. other day yeah so really ladies, great ideas ladies.raising.lads at gmail.com we love to hear from you and we'll see you